After a decisive New Hampshire primary win for Donald Trump, Nikki Haley isn't bowing out. That's where we'll start The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Christina Quinn. It's Wednesday, January 24th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one, Donald Trump won New Hampshire's presidential primary. The former president beat his last remaining Republican challenger, Nikki Haley, by about 11 percentage points in yesterday's contest. That's closer than had been expected, but it means Trump is marching closer to the Republican nomination and a historic rematch with President Biden in November. Haley said she will stay in the race despite mounting pressure on her to quit. New Hampshire is first in the nation. It is not the last in the nation. This race is far from over. There are dozens of states left to go. Trump seemed annoyed with Haley's decision. He devoted the start of his victory speech to attacking her repeatedly. I can go up and I can say to everybody, oh, thank you for the victory. It's wonderful. It's what, Or I can go up and say, who the hell was the imposter that went up on the stage before and, like, claimed a victory? She did very poorly, actually. She had to win. The governor said, she's going to win, she's going to win, she's going to win. Then she, she failed badly. On the Democrat side, President Biden won the state's primary, despite his name not appearing on the ballot because of a state dispute with the party. The results won't count in the Democratic nomination process, but Biden's campaign team said it was an important sign of support. For more on the New Hampshire primary, go over to Post Reports. We usually publish that podcast in the afternoon, but we have a special New Hampshire episode already out for you today. Number two, a Russian military plane crashed near the Ukrainian border. Russian state media reported this morning that the plane went down in the Belgorod region of western Russia, killing 74 people on board. A lot of the details are still unclear. Russia said the plane was carrying 65 Ukrainian prisoners of war, but Ukraine hasn't officially commented on the crash. One report from Ukraine said that the plane was transporting missiles, not prisoners. Russian officials also claimed that the plane was shot down by either U.S. or German-made missiles, accusing Ukraine of taking down the plane. Kyiv has not commented on that accusation. This is a developing story, so check back on our homepage for updates. Alaska Airlines found loose bolts on many of Boeing's MAX 9 jets. That's our third story. These jets have been undergoing inspections since a panel blew off the side of one during a flight this month, leaving passengers terrified. Yesterday, Alaska's CEO said he was angry after inspections found more concerning issues with the planes. Inspections at United Airlines since the accident have turned up similar problems with loose bolts. And as if that wasn't enough to worry about, the FAA said yesterday that it's investigating how a Boeing 757 lost a wheel before takeoff. This incident happened on a Delta-operated flight in Atlanta on Saturday. At number four, a man who killed a woman who entered the wrong driveway was convicted yesterday. Kevin Monahan fatally shot 20-year-old Kaylin Gillis last April. She and her friends accidentally pulled into his driveway in upstate New York while looking for a friend's house. He was found guilty of second-degree murder and reckless endangerment. Sentencing is scheduled for March 1st. 
This killing was one of multiple high-profile incidents last spring, in which people were shot at after mistakenly approaching someone they didn't know. The shooting sparked more calls to restrict access to guns and to stop them from being marketed as tools for self-defense. Number five. There were some major snubs at the Oscar nominations yesterday. The movies that got the most recognition were largely the ones that everyone expected. The atomic blockbuster Oppenheimer led the pack with 13 knots. The boundary-pushing Poor Things got 11 nominations, and Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon received 10. But there wasn't much love for Barbie. Even though it was one of the biggest movies of the year, neither its director Greta Gerwig nor its star Margot Robbie were nominated. Ryan Gosling, however, was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for his role of Ken. But he released a statement saying he was disappointed that Gerwig and Robbie were both overlooked. We have a breakdown of the other snubs and surprises in our newsletter. The 96th Academy Awards will air on March 10th. Number six, return to office mandates don't help companies make more money. A new study looked at the effects of office mandates in hundreds of top companies. It analyzed the average change in quarterly results and company stock price. Those results were then compared with changes at companies without office mandates. The outcome showed that the mandates made no difference. Firms with mandates did not experience financial boosts compared with those without. The researchers did notice one effect of the mandates, though. Being made to return to offices makes workers less happy and more likely to look for a new job. So if your boss is trying to make you go back, tell them it's been scientifically proven to be a bad idea. And at number seven, a scientific breakthrough could save the northern white rhino from extinction. These rhinos have almost been wiped out. Only two of them exist on the planet, and they're both females who aren't able to get pregnant. The last male northern white rhino died in 2018. But there's still hope. This morning, it was announced that scientists successfully transferred a rhinoceros embryo for the first time. In this test, a southern white rhino named Kura was impregnated. This unlocks a way to save the northern white rhino through surrogacy. There are 30 embryos from the northern white rhinos that can be used to produce babies. This year, there are plans to implant a surrogate southern white rhino with a northern white rhino embryo. If the plan works, there could eventually be enough northern white rhinos to release them into the wild and let them naturally breed again. I never thought I'd be so excited about what's going on in a rhino's uterus. All right, you're all caught up. But one more reminder, check out Post Reports. My colleagues work through the night to get up a special episode breaking down the primary results from New Hampshire. Just search for Post Reports wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Christina Quinn. I'll meet you back here tomorrow. <laughs>